The ocean is the source of life for the entire planet and for us humans. Thanks to the functioning of the ocean, we can live, but it ceases to be the source of life. It is about to become the source of our death. Just think about it. Ocean warming has increased by 450% in just 30 years. According to scientific estimations, for the ocean to heat up at today's rate, it would take as much energy as would be released if seven atomic bombs dropped on Hiroshima would explode every second for a year. Let's see where this energy comes from if humanity doesn't detonate those bombs in the ocean. The direst fact is that the ocean is heating not only on the surface, but also at depth. A team of US researchers has found that the average depths of the ocean warmed 15 times faster over the past 60 years than they had been warming over the previous 10,000 years. And this progression is accelerating every year. At the moment, science has no explanation where this amount of heat comes from. The only theories being considered are that the oceans are warming from the sun and from human emissions of the greenhouse gas CO2. But they can only explain heating of the upper layers of the ocean to a depth of up to 200 meters, because sun rays do not penetrate deeper. The water can be maximally heated by the sun up to 700 meters as a result of agitation. How can we explain the numerous facts of warming of the deep ocean layers? After all, at a depth of more than 4 kilometers, the water temperature was always the same and close to 0 degrees Celsius. But now, everything has changed. One of the facts indicating the enormous heating of the ocean at great depths was recorded by an international team of scientists off the coast of Uruguay. At a depth of four and a half kilometers, the waters were found to be warming from two hundredths to four hundredths of a degree Celsius. Only to a layman, this heating may seem insignificant, but for experts, it's a terrifying fact. Christopher Manin, oceanographer, commented as follows. If you think about how large the deep ocean is, it's an enormous amount of heat. Think about it. How much energy does it take to heat such a volume of water as the world's oceans? That would require a colossal heat source. The energy required to heat it equals the energy of all the nuclear reserves on Earth multiplied by three. What could heat the ocean from below, like a pot on a burner, so significantly? Let's dive to the ocean floor and see what sources of powerful heat are out there. As we plunge, we discover giant mountains at the bottom. Volcanoes. 75% of all Earth eruptions occur from underwater volcanoes. Previously, it was considered that underwater eruptions occur with a gradual outpouring of lava, 
while explosive eruptions are impossible because of the pressure of the water column. And thus, it was assumed that underwater volcanoes could not heat the water column. The outflowing lava would freeze almost immediately. However, recent research is changing our understanding of the mechanism of underwater eruptions. What is the mechanism of such an eruption? The pressure of the magma ranges from 10 to 30,000 bars. But the pressure of the water column in the deepest parts of the ocean is only 1,000 bars. And as soon as there is an abrupt burst of magma, the water boils up and the H2O molecules decompose into hydrogen and oxygen. This creates a gas water cavity like a bubble with an internal pressure of hundreds or thousands of bars. And this bubble neutralizes the pressure of the water column. This is a complex physical and chemical process that can be compared to the flight of a hypersonic airplane at maximum speeds. The plasma ejected in front of its prow neutralizes the molecular resistance of the air, making the plane fly almost as if it were weightless. The combustion of oxygen and hydrogen creates the same effect in the path of the magma, resulting in explosive eruptions. The existence of such explosive eruptions is confirmed by the discovery of researchers from Leeds. They studied kilometers of fields of tephra, meaning settled volcanic ash, at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean near the Juan de Fuca plate. A mathematical model showed that such plumes could only be formed by a massive explosive eruption. In addition to the spread of heat, volcanoes during explosions burst out of hydrotherms, hot jets of water. Studies have shown that the volumes of ejected boiling water can be tremendous. About 40 million Olympic swimming pools, and they are quickly formed during eruptions. The contribution of explosive eruptions to ocean heating is confirmed by Bernd Zemanowski from Julius Maximilian University in Bavaria. With submarine lava eruptions, the thermal equilibrium currents in the oceans are disrupted locally or even globally. However, given the size of the ocean, the energy of even such strong underwater eruptions is not enough to heat it up. Since active volcanoes are not located everywhere and their eruptions are occasional, why then has the ocean heated up so much over the past 30 years? What has happened in recent decades? There are even more powerful energy sources that have activated only recently. To understand what these energy sources are, we need to look at the planet as a whole. For the past few decades, Earth has been entering a phase of cyclical cataclysms with a period of 12,000 years. In 1998, a jump in the Earth's core was registered. The displacement of the center of mass causes a jump-like acceleration of the planet's rotation and an increase in centrifugal forces. As a result, magma rises sharply from the depths, in which a cavitation effect occurs due to pressure release. Because of this, magma boils and expands in volume. Its pressure on the Earth's crust increases. The expansion of magma pushes the Earth's crust apart, causes the number of cracks in it to grow rapidly, and increases volcanic and seismic activity throughout the planet. 
Due to the fact that the oceanic crust is thinner, it is more vulnerable to the onslaught of rising boiling magma. This uplifts the Earth's crust, causing it to crack and break, and magma rushes into the resulting cavities, rising higher and higher to the surface. This is happening in a broad front all over the ocean floor. The ocean is warming, and this disaster will only intensify. We already see examples of such anomalous heating everywhere, not only on the bottom, but also on the surface. At the end of 2013, a huge area of unusually warm ocean water, about one-third the size of the United States, formed in the Gulf of Alaska and began to spread. The water temperature in many places exceeded the norm by 5 to 6 degrees Celsius. Nick Bond, state climatologist for Washington, named this phenomenon the blob, similar to the sci-fi horror movie of the same name. In two years, the blob more than doubled its size and stretched by more than 4 million square kilometers of ocean from Mexico to Alaska. Near the coast of Newport, NOAA experts recorded this blob in September 2014 with a 7 degrees Celsius temperature rise in just one hour. Oceanographer Shell Gentleman commented on this event. I know that area really well, and 7 degrees is a huge jump. It wasn't due to normal daily heating, and that warm water was from the blob. Nothing like this has been recorded by climatologists in the entire history of observations. This abnormally warm mass of water, unprecedented in its scale and duration, has existed for several years and led to the death and migration of a huge number of marine life. National Geographic dubbed it the blob that cooked the Pacific. The consequences of this abnormal blob caused a large-scale environmental disaster, which by tradition was attributed to the influence of anthropogenic CO2 emissions, without even figuring out the true causes. In 2019, Another blob was detected in a huge area of the Pacific Ocean, east of New Zealand, covering an area of at least a million square kilometers. The appearance of such anomalies began to suddenly become more frequent. Thus, the next warm spots appeared off the coast of Southwest Africa and in the southern part of the Indian Ocean. There is something common that unites the places of formation of all these blobs. These are geologically active regions with a young, thin crust, with active underwater volcanoes, cracks, and deep crustal fractures. These are places of the most active output of hot and fluid magma. But the factors of magma uplift are not taken into account in the explanation of the causes of ocean heating by the warshippers of carbon dioxide fighting. Those collaborationists show their utmost incompetence. They don't care about the fact that very soon we are all going to die, including themselves. 
They ignore and do not even look at the factors of underwater volcanism, and they do not want to include them in the models, not to mention the study of ubiquitous magma uplift. After all, the impact of ocean heating on the climate is enormous. The ocean contains a thousand times more heat than the overlying atmosphere. The ocean is called the kitchen of weather. The warming of its waters already enhances catastrophic typhoons and hurricanes, which annually claim thousands of human lives. According to Professor Alexandra Zhigalin, atmospheric vortices receive additional heat from underwater thermal emissions in the area of the Japanese tectonic zone as far as Kamchatka. Now, we see the typhoons moving further north and their ever-increasing destructive power. Let's recall Typhoon Rai in the Philippines in December 2021. It was the most devastating typhoon in the region in the last year. And beyond that, their power will only increase, and their destructive capacity will become more and more significant. The unprecedented heating of the ocean suggests that the ocean is already exhausting its ability to contain the energy trying to escape from the bowels of the earth. And when magma reaches the denser and thicker rocks of the continental crust, which on average is two to three times thicker than the oceanic crust, then the processes of cascading eruptions of land volcanoes will begin, and it will be too late to stop this process or to seek salvation. Now, the last war of humanity is underway. The danger level is red. Alarms are sounding all over the world, but most people on the planet are not aware of that. Are we going to continue to waste time and wait for the magma to rise and wipe us off the face of the earth? Or will we act right now? The catastrophe is rapidly unfolding. While the world science does nothing at all to deal with the problem. Instead, hundreds of billions of dollars are being spent to combat minuscule concentrations of CO2. This does not solve the problem at all, but only enriches the pockets of swindlers. And even more money is spent on studying the surface of Mars than on exploring the ocean floor on which our survival now depends. The ocean is already beginning to boil. Only those incompetent in these matters do not see by what enormous leaps we are approaching the point when the entire world will be on the verge in one big bucha. Not a local one, which is near Kiev, but a global one that spreads across our entire planet and that will not cease. Where there will be no hope for a truce, no green corridors, no humanitarian aid, and where humanity will be buried. It is an inevitability that we fall into by our own inaction. We need to convey the truth about the true causes of climate change to people all over the planet as quickly as possible in order to have time to find a common solution for the survival of humankind. This requires the will of each and every one. 
We must do everything now so as not to regret later on that we didn't do enough to build the creative society, that we didn't find the right words earlier. But when the bombs fall on our heads, we will not be able to do anything. Only in the creative society where all people are united by the common goal of saving the lives of all people, is it possible to harness the scientific potential of the entire international community. Only then it is possible to create the conditions for the development of real science, which stands for the interests and lives of all people. We can build the creative society only together. The participation of every person is important. Take action before it's too late.